Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode seven of the Uncanny Valley podcast on FBI Radio. I'm your host, Chewy Wang. This week's going to be the same as any other week. I'll be taking two experimental releases that roughly fit under the same subgenre or subcategory. I'll be comparing, contrasting them. One of them is going to be fresh from the past 12 months, and one of them is going to be a classic from a little bit before that. I'll be spinning you some tracks and describing the artistic and musical context of the releases so you understand the music and where it came from. This week, we're finally having our first episode on one of the great substyles of experimental music. I'm talking about drone, but not just any type of drone, drone with bass guitars and fuzzed out amps and you know really loud feedback i'm of course talking about drone metal if you're unfamiliar with drone it's basically exactly what that subgenre title sounds like drones it's long sustained notes usually without much melodic variation or pitch variation um, and a lot of the musical interest doesn't come from the melody obviously because it's a long droning note rather it's it's more about the texture or the visceral experience of uh, the piece that the artist has created so a lot of the early sort of famous drone acts uh, like coil on their record time machines it was more about the shifting dynamics between different notes and you know the different sounds of different synths and stuff like that kind of interweaving rather than actually any melody uh, so it really really subverts what we traditionally think of as music and i think drone metal is kind of one of the most extreme forms of that um, because of bands like sun who we're going to be showcasing today who honestly like play the same couple notes for like 20 30 minutes but it's it's more about the you know if you crank the volume you can feel the bass swelling through your chest it's definitely experiential music um, as a music based on experience, music based on feeling, rather than music that kind of rides on its ability to have a traditionally technically complex arrangement. Our first record of this week is our recent release, which is, of course, as I mentioned before, by legendary drone metal band, probably one of the most famous drone metal bands out there, Sun, and their latest record, Life Metal. Uh, and Life Metal represents a legendary collaboration between Sun and one of the household names of noisy rock production. Of course, Steve Albini is the person I'm talking about. It's quite surprising that they've never actually collaborated considering they, they kind of all uh, are involved in the same sort of scene. Um, but it's really exciting because Steve Albini, uh, his trademark is bringing a kind of rawness, a kind of liveness to the sound. And I think that a lot of people find that Sun especially is a lot better live than on record because of the visceral experience of Sun being the main draw of the band's music and I think Steve Albini really tries his best to capture that liveness. The album's name and, and uh, album cover obviously apart from being a little bit of an inside joke against death metal because I'm you know life metal haha <laughs> get it uh, it is a little bit of a change of direction for the band as well I mean the bands obviously historically their imagery has been dark and occult but if you look at the album cover of this latest record it's definitely a lot more spiritual there's a lot more colors on it it's almost like a rainbowy kind of uh, nebula type design uh, and I think it also marks a little bit of a departure for the band as uh, they, they're injecting a little bit more movement into their music, I think, because especially for Steve Albini's experience in mixing bands like, you know, Godspeed You Black Emperor and things like that, I think that uh, Sun are definitely taking a lot more experience from post-rock as well. So I'm going to spin you the opening track now from Life Metal. Uh, it's very, very long, um, but hopefully it's a, a real experience. It's called Between Sleipnir's Breaths. Enjoy.
It's the only 
That intense track there was off Sun's latest record, Life Metal, and that was the opening track. Uh, so if you want to look up Sun, they've got a weird way of spelling Sun. It's pronounced Sun, but it's spelled Sun like the amplifier company Sun. So it's like S-U-N-N and then the graphical depiction of a sun, which they do as capital O, uh, close parentheses, close parentheses, close parentheses, but it's pronounced sun, um, so there's that. Uh, I think this is a really interesting record as well, because it's the first time they've collaborated with vocalists that are completely outside of the genre. Uh, so that, uh, the lady who was singing in that track just then was from Icelandic band Mum. Uh, and she's a classically trained Icelandic cellist who's played with like Animal Collective before, which is obviously, you know, completely removed from the type of music Sun is making. And I think it's really fascinating how they're branching out and trying to, you know, experiment with different styles. Now, it's not often or not ever, in fact, on the podcast that I've actually picked two releases from the same artist, but I think it's warranted here because one of my favorite drone metal records of all time is actually Sun's collaboration with the other hugely influential drone metal act out there at the moment, Boris from Japan. And they released a collaborative album together in 2006 on Southern Lord Records called Alter. Now why Alter is so um, interesting is because it combines Boris's style. So Boris at this point had already progressed beyond the purely drone metal into more of the post-rock styles of music. Uh, and it combines Boris's kind of unique sensibilities with how they play with dynamics and things like that with Sun's heaviness. And I think it creates a really uh, interesting project sonically, a really interesting project lyrically as well. I'm gonna play you a track that doesn't sound like a Sun track at all, but it comes from this record. It's called Sinking Bell. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Uncanny Valley. I'm your host, Chewy Wang. Sorry, I only got to spin two tracks today, but that's just kind of the nature of drone metal, right? Like, you know, the, the whole uh, approach and philosophy to composition means that the runtimes are naturally quite long, uh, some spanning, you know, 20, 30 minutes if, if you go to the extremes. Um, and that just means I can't play that much music per episode. But still, I think they're very all-encompassing, warm, almost experiences, as in I, th- I think you can find a lot of emotional catharsis if you listen to drone metal. I think if you just want to disassociate and, you know, like, not, not in the bad way, but like relax and, and forget about your problems and just be wrapped up in an experience. I think drone metal is perfect for that sort of thing. Well, that concludes our episode this week of Uncanny Valley. I hope you join me next week for something I'm sure will be equally as exciting. Until then, I'll see you.